What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, mate. This is episode number 62. And um, I gotta be honest. This podcast is a bit of a mess. Um, Internet uncooperative. About 15 minutes into the movie segment, I uh, I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose some audio, and there's there's gonna be a jump and there's gonna be a break in the video, so uh, apologies in advance. Hopefully you guys can still have some fun listening, and watching. Hopefully you guys can uh, chime in, man. I don't know if I don't, I still don't know how like voice messages on Anchor work, so. Specifically, y'all on YouTube, like, chime in, man. Let us know your favorite 2021 releases. We did our, uh, we did our top three. Myself, Esig, Nick Goodman, Melissa, the crew, as I shall say. Um, but yeah, like, early, like it's like, there were just so many issues, you know. Whether it's like weather, you know what I'm saying? Because we're we're in two of us are in Texas, one of us are in Virginia. And the fourth is in Canada, like Toronto, Canada. That's dope. I'm sorry. That's dope. That somebody from outside the country been on the podcast. Um, it, uh, like, like the weather, you know what I'm saying? The weather affects the internet. It's, it's uncontrollable. But before I want to talk like all year, I haven't done sports. I haven't done music, but I want to touch on the. NBA playoffs right quick, man, because the NBA playoffs have been really fun. Um, my Western Conference champion prediction is still alive, but they're one game from elimination. My Eastern Conference prediction got eliminated by the Bucks. Um And I, I really dig the head coaching hires. I think Washington still needs to hire. Orlando still needs to hire. But, uh... What was Buddy's name? Uh, M.A. Udoka, I think, is who the Celtics hired. That's that's my mistake if I mispronounced that. Um, I'm shocked and pleased that Rick Carlisle came back to the Pacers because I thought he was going to to Boston. I uh, I wanted Chauncey Billups in Indiana. I'm a Pacer fan. I I wanted Chauncey in Indiana, but as a Piston, he probably didn't really want to. So I like. Chauncey Billups in Portland. Hopefully, like, him and Dame can, like, become this new, like, evil genius, like, killing the Western Conference. But I, they're going to take their lumps. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, Chauncey's going to, like, take some losses trying to figure it out. And then Jason Kidd, being a former Maverick, coaching the Mavericks is really cool. I uh, Like, same. Like, he's got some Brooklyn, some Milwaukee, even some L.A. coaching experience. So I hope he can take that into Dallas and and make them, you know, a contender again, like like the prime dark days. Um, recently, the movies that have been released are, you know, I'm hard hard switch into a topic change, but um, re- recent theatrical or streaming releases are uh, Fatherhood on Netflix, Luca on Disney Plus. Um, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is in theaters. This past weekend, F9 finally came out. Reviews for most of those, if not all those, are on the personal YouTube channel. Just search my name, Randy Little. 
And then, um, honestly, Blu-ray and DVD is where I get kind of sketchy because, you know, off the top of my head, like, it's hard to remember everything that came out. So, I'm going to go with Godzilla vs. Kong recently came out on Blu-ray. Parks and Recreation got a uh, complete Blu-ray box set. The Walking Dead World Beyond voyagers directed by neil berger um apparently the office got individual season releases i haven't seen anybody purchase them uh this past tuesday nobody with bob odenkirk got released the unholy came out uh batman the long halloween part one which i thought was really good and then half-baked cb4 career opportunities all came out Looks like the Umbrella Academy Season 1 came out. This upcoming Tuesday, I guess The Purge Season 2 is getting a Blu-ray release. Flight of the Intruder. A lot of catalog stuff, man. Then on July the 6th, it looks like Scott Pilgrim's getting a 4K. 48 hours and another 48 hours. I'm... is. Another 48 hours is a far cry from the original, but that it's finally getting a Blu-ray release, like, excites me. Um, and before the next podcast, man, that looks like it, that's it as far as physical media releases, man. So um, when I come back, the four horse people of the movie, whatever, I was trying to play off some some silly pun, but... um. We're going to talk about our top three releases of our of the first six months of the year. And we'll get started when I get back, man. Breakley Podcast. Look sad on that show. All right, Nick, shut up. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the way we intro the, this segment with Nick shutting up. Hot Ones discussion aside. Um... These jokers were talking about movie trailers last night, so I got the idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna go around the panel. I'm gonna let you guys pick one trailer to bring up that you want to talk about, and then we'll talk about our top three of the first half of the year. So, uh, Eric, movie trailer number one, go. Halloween Kills. Ooh, that yeah. I didn't watch. It does. <laughs> no, huh? did you watch it, Melissa? I'm sorry, no. I'm no. too scared. Yeah, no. I was, scared. The way you reacted to Candyman, I was like, don't even watch Halloween. Yeah, uh, yes. There you go. You were right. So I'm going to tell you this. Um, about, yeah, we mentioned this in uh, one of the chats. But um, I love the trailer. I loved, like, the first 45 seconds of the trailer were perfect. And then, and then, and then, it, the rest of it wasn't bad. It was just, like, man, um, like, tease me a little. You yeah. Know? They were starting to give away, um, like, one of you said they had to put the emphasis on kill. And that's, yeah, that's exactly it. what it was. Like, man, it looked great. Like, what the, well, Melissa, you didn't see it, but it's just, it's a trailer. But the fireman part and him, Dude, like, man. But yo, 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 they was like, they was like, no, let it burn. There's a house on fire. What you think the firemen are going to do? <laughs> that's right. our only job. Right? <laughs> we have one thing that we have to do. But no, nah, it was, um. I'm curious to see the movie in his, of course, um, entirety, what what they do with it. And 
No, we already know how it ends. I mean, we're getting, Halloween ends comes out next year. We know how yeah. it's going to turn out. That's what's making me more curious. And what, what, yeah, how it Halloween kills is going to end and get to Halloween ends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, I like the trailer. It's, um, I'm not going to watch any more trailers and no, put them out. I've, I've seen enough. I'm, I'm watching it. Hard. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, it I, that's what I was saying. Like of everything they showed in the trailer. That was the only thing that got me through. I was like, well, there must be so much in the movie. Yeah, right. You hope so. The show so. this is telling us nothing. But I'm like, he's out there stabbing like 85 people. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, does he stab 185 people in the movie? Like, you can't stab that many people. Yeah, so it's June, what, that's four months from now? Yeah. <laughs> that trailer is crazy. I love the Halloween 3 nod. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Deal with the, it is, yeah, they're still doing the nods to them. The series, but yeah. they're doing nods, but they want to like pretend they don't exist. Yeah, it's like you can have the guy come and investigate the old guy, <laughs> but they won't because it doesn't exist. Right? Whatever. Yeah, but no, that's uh, that's my favorite trailer. It's, it's a lot of good ones released, and um, yeah, but one of you might bring up the other one that I was thinking about. But yeah, that's that's mine. Halloween kill. I I will bring up the one everybody's thinking about. <laughs> Sing too. So bring, yes. bring it up, Nick. Uh, Go ahead. Sing too. Bring it up. Five years later, we we finally have a sequel to Sing. All right. No, Dude, I love the I'm original. I will say that the Sing Two trailer played in front of F Nine, and like everybody like laughed their ass off that. I think it yeah, did in my too. theater. The yeah. Billie Eilish. Uh, Universal. Singing leader or whatever it was, like everybody was laughing at that. But I liked the Suicide Squad trailer. I saw I that. Thought it was a, I thought it was no. a way better trailer than the other two that we got, which I also liked. I thought those were good, but I thought this one was like showed the story more. And <laughs> it was like, good, but I have beef with one part. Y'all, y'all, really y'all know what thing. part? Wait, do I? Y'all know what part? No. <laughs> I, uh, what's his name? Bloodsport, Bloodshot is in jail for shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Kryptonite bullet. Yeah. These Warner Brothers can't let Henry Cavill back into these movies, but they're gonna use his character to progress their next movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, when did that happen? Like, yeah. they didn't even show us. Maybe that's not in the movie, though. It's just a trailer. Maybe they'll cut everything out of the trailer like they did with the last one. Hopefully. <laughs> but, oh, man. I don't know. Like I, like, I laughed at the John Cena, like, the butthole joke. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Funny. Yeah. What's his name? Not knowing if the thing was a dog. Like, that made me laugh. Like, I don't know. It got me more hyped than the other two trailers, even though I'm already, like, really excited for it. Yeah. I was like, wow, this looks like it's going to be a film with, like, a plot. I'm ready for Suicide like, Squad. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm more excited for it than I was. I feel like a lot of the characters are going to die. I feel like... <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of them that are not being showcased in the trailer that I'm like, well, that can only mean that they're not going to be in the movie. Captain Boomerang, he's he's done. Crikey, mm. yeah. But that and Sing too. That's it for the rest of the year for me. Like I'm just. The cast looks um, good for for Suicide Squad. 
I just kind of, I told you guys, it just kind of looks ugly to me. Like, the aesthetic is not really my flavor. But I like all those people. Idris, Margot, Joel Kinnaman, etc. They completely, like, Cena, remodeled Joel release, Kinnaman. But... I think that's kind of what they're going for. It's just, like, gross. Like, let's just get a bunch of assholes. Yeah, it's gross. It's, like, flashing colors and, like, see what happens. I kind of dig it. Yeah. Melissa, what's your trailer? Uh, I could talk about well Nick gave us that list so I watched all of them except saying two um, <laughs> either I could talk about either Snake Eyes or Candyman it's your pig oh I thought maybe you'd have one that you want to talk about I don't want to step on you that's all um, Snake Eyes I, I told you guys I don't really know anything about this whole G.I. <laughs> Joe lore but I really like the trailer. I mean, Henry Golding, whoever that guy he's with, I was like, ooh, I like all of this. I had no idea Aquafina is in it, which, okay. I don't think this I has did to be either. this, like, wacky comic relief, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but, sorry? She's in, in Shang-Chi. Is she in? Oh, am I yeah. Her up with another, up the with other movie? Yeah, Sh- yeah, Aquafina's okay, in Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, that one. But Snake Eyes was. I just didn't. No. No, no, no. You're totally right. When she's driving the bus. Oh yeah, yeah. that's Shang Chi. And crashes. Yeah. So I yeah I watched all those last night, so I'm getting mixed up. But the Snake Eyes one with Henry Golding, I was like, I don't even know what any of this is, what he's doing, where he's going, who he's fighting, but I just really enjoyed it. And then Candyman, I watched, and I couldn't even finish because I got too scared. But I like that cast a lot. I like everyone in the movie. I like the little parts and everything, but I I shut it off probably like two-thirds of the way in. And I don't think I could go to the theater for that. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's the main reason you want to go. No, can't. Yeah, my my G.I. Joe knowledge isn't the strongest either. I'll, I'll rewatch those. Do you know two. what that story is that they're showing in the trailer? No, it's no, it's, it's probably um, Snake Eyes in the cartoon, or definitely not in the cartoon. Snake Eyes wasn't a major enough character to have a background story. Even in the comic books, maybe. But I don't know who reads G.I. Joe comic books. But I was yeah. trying to follow what he was doing or where he was going. He rescued his friend, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure all of this is definitely original to the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Like, okay. Okay. Snake Eyes that I remember from, like, the cartoon, like, the movie, like, the cartoon movie, and yeah. then, like, live-action movies, and I said, like, he didn't even talk. Right. It is, yeah. It's, like, there. It's oh, like wow. The, uh, the Ray Park um, Snake Eyes and the two... Um... Yeah. They'd just be like, good work, Snake Eyes, and he'd be like... <laughs> oh wow! That'd be it. Or he just like get out of so Why do you guys fans. think they decided to 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 do this? Because uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Did the, fir- did the first GI Joe make a lot of money? I don't think so. The first one it made, made a what? decent amount. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. It made a sequel. Twelve years ago. Was that like Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yeah. Yeah. As um, Cobra Commander. <laughs> okay. Spoiler. Nope. <laughs> Spoiler! Twelve years old. Spoiler. Sorry, I shouldn't have. That's not a spoiler. What? I think it's trying to like. He was. No, he was not Joseph. He was. It's trying to set up. It's trying to set up like a new GI Joe universe. 
Because I don't yeah. think Paramount has a shared universe that they're proud of. They're trying to get they Transformers on track. Build one? Yeah. Yeah. They've, it's, they've it, been talking about doing a Transformers money. and G.I. Joe crossover for 10 years. Oh. And it's not happened. Thank God. Yeah. But, like, it could. It could happen. Oh, man. A Hasbro universe. Right now. Yeah. I think Candyman looks amazing. I've been excited for Candyman for a year and a half. Ooh, all all signs point to Candyman being a really, really good movie. Uh, the like, Halloween too. Suck. Disney's already seen it. <laughs> but I don't think Candyman's going to suck at all. I think Candyman's going to be like something everybody talks about. What, what's the what's her name? The director? Nia DaCosta? Nia DaCosta. She already got hired for Captain Marvel 2. I mean, Disney's seen it. Yep. She must have yep. done something right. Like, you guys know I like Get Out and Us, but I I think this is way scarier. I think this is well, like... It's straight horror, supernatural. Yes, yes. There's yes. a slasher aspect to the Candyman. Do you like candy? I've had that too, and I was scared of Us, don't get me wrong, but I was able to push through it, whereas this, ugh, this is going to be tough. Do you like candy? It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I like men. You like candy and you like men. It's 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 up your alley. I was telling somebody. That's great though. I told somebody either at work or my wife. I was like, it it, it looks like Black Freddy. I'm down. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. <laughs> it doesn't. Not. Yeah, did you choose one? No. No. Sing two. I'm re- I'm ready yeah, to jump into really, the top what's three. What's your trailer? Sing two. I can't hear. I don't know. Sing two. I I don't know. Like I loved the first sing, so I as soon as they said sing two, I was in. And then mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know if the abomination Wong thing in the Shang Chi trailer is just like a cool yeah, reference. Talk about the Shang Chi trailer. Is it a cool reference or is it going to be something important? That trailer looked really good too. Obviously, I mixed it up with the yeah. GI Joe, but <laughs> that one looked good too. Oh yeah, the reference you're talking about? Talk about the yeah abomination. Shang Chi is like my fourth most anticipated movie of the year. Like I didn't need a trailer; I was already excited. But it did look good. Yeah, I mean, absolutely nobody. I mean, it's not like a like a mind blowing thing, but it's like absolutely no one thought like the abomination was going to show up in this trailer. Like it was exactly, like, everybody was like, "Uh, okay." Yeah, I mean, and, um, and Wong too. Yeah, supposedly yeah. he's in that cage yeah. fighting Wong. Yeah. What? Why? Exactly. <laughs> Don't make me spit on my coffee. <laughs> Why? Unless it's like during the snap, like. Yeah. Randy has said. Yeah. But speaking of these trailers, it's called the blip, Nick. The blip. <laughs> it's called the blip. The, the blip. So, but something but, yeah. I'm getting tired of already. And already. Like two of these when I went to see F9. RD. Welcome back to the theater's introductions. Oh, I have not seen that, obviously. F9. Fuckers. <laughs> What's up, Randy? I don't you know. Okay? You know, you can record um, off Zoom from your end, too. On Anchor? No, um, 
Because the an- so anchor cut off. What you do? What's that? Anchor cut off. Oh, just anchor cut off. I get yeah. you. No, for you could record for that. You can um because there's two different files from Zoom. There's an audio file and there's a video file. That's how I do my episodes. I just put the audio file for Anchor. It just downloaded. Eric is like ten. That information would have been <laughs> nice to know yesterday. Adam Sandler voice. That's <laughs> my attention yesterday. Uh, oh. So that's just the trailer stuff. So where do we go from here? Are you recording? Yeah, yeah. I never stopped recording on video. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, I, don't, I thought you stopped recording all together. Like, <laughs> nah, like I never stopped recording the video. I just had to set up the audio again. Because Do Not Disturb doesn't <laughs> fucking... Right. Uh, do Not Disturb, yeah. like, clearly fucking disturb. Maria Manu. <laughs> I was about to say I can't stand her. No, she's just doing the job. Uh-huh. Yeah, I felt bad about all the stuff I said last time. I was like, I mean, we know this is heard worldwide, so maybe I should be a little nicer. Is it, though? <laughs> worldwide. And there's, um, who goes to Cinemark? Anyone goes to Cinemark Theater? This is so American, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just I just have to share this with somebody. I know you've been before, Nick. You had to have seen the, the commercial they show. Like, um, oh, this movie's going to win all the awards. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that dumb shit. Aliens and I heard the, al- the aliens look like pepperoni pizza. So there's a part in there where the two guys, the feminine, um... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He went, yeah. And uh, it was just stupid well, stuff like that. that. Would be a cinema thing. <laughs> this commercial that's been playing for like 10 years oh, where they're like strapped to a bomb. Yeah, they showed that one too. Yeah, that was a commercial. What? Where he's like, going? He walks away. Yeah, this is a commercial. Ah, why is it still counting? Yeah. And there's always like one like old person oh, the in the theater, and they like laugh their ass off. There's <laughs> <laughs> so, like one person like. <laughs> I think that shit's funny. Oh. The Cinemark need to bring back the cat. The Cinemark needs to bring back Front Row Joe. Cinema Road, no, that's probably before I start going to Cinemark. Then I don't remember that. You don't remember the cat? I've never been to a Cinemark. Uh, no, nah, I think I was probably still in the Midwest. There were Cinemarks in yeah, the Midwest. Yeah, I didn't start going to Cinemark until I got down here. And it was just AMC and yeah, just all AMCs in my area for some reason. Okay. I got okay. all Regals and I've got like one or two AMCs that I even know of. Pulling us out of the most random, random tangent of all time. Um, <laughs> but... Who wants to start oh, with the their movie. number three? <laughs> the movie. Okay, so top three of 2021, right? Yeah, what's your number three Pardon so me? far? Okay, so uh, so far, yeah, I sure. um I have not been to the theater since like March 2020. Let's just put that out there. Uh, <laughs> oh. The vaccine rollout in Canada is a nightmare. Shout out to a terrible government um half kidding <laughs> uh, and <We're> um <laughs> so all of mine will be streaming just putting that out there and i uh this one that's going to be my number three i'm a little eh about it because it's uh 
critically panned. Critics hated it. <laughs> it Fuck is critics. Bliss, starring Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek. And it's a kind of a weird choice. It's kind of a dystopian <laughs> sci-fi. I don't want to say too much if you guys actually want to try it out. But I think it has, it's like 27 on, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. So yeah, it was like two on Letterboxd. Letterboxd rates everything out of five. A two is pretty damn bad. Even my Hallmark movies are rated three pretty often. <laughs> so think about that. But uh, I liked it. And um, I said in my review, it's like if Black Mirror, Waterworld, The Matrix, and Grand Theft Auto came together and had a baby, that would be bliss. And I could be way off because I'm not like a super Matrix fan. And a lot of people were doing reviews like, oh, this is if you ordered The Matrix off Wish, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, obviously, people don't think it's as good, but hey, it's my number three. I watched a lot this year. I really did make an effort, and that ended up being my number three. I rated it four out of five. Yeah, yeah. Your list is your list. Like, if Nick picked Lockdown, then he picked Lockdown. <laughs> that's, that's his list. Did anyone see Bliss? No, I think it's, I, thought, I think we got it on I Hulu. I saw a trailer for it, but I don't remember thinking what I saw was like, oh, this is like Matrix ripoff. So, like, maybe I, did. I saw the poster. It's just like that yep. face. Yeah. Yeah, the poster is not good. It doesn't give yeah. anything. It's not so, good. yeah, people really didn't like it. But hey, I gave it a chance and I liked it. Eric, okay. you didn't see it, did you? No. No, I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. I don't even know where it's at. Dude, I think we got it yeah, on Hulu. Uh, I shouldn't reveal how I saw it then. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm knocking on your door. What video is it? I don't even. I don't know. I just never got to it. Prime, I that's guess right. I never saw a trailer for it. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Prime sounds right. Yeah. He's right. I'm right. Nick, what's your three? I'm right. I do have Prime, so I'm not in trouble. No. <laughs> the, the the feds are oh, not man. listening in on our top three of the six months of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what's your we three? Just like when there's just like a guy behind you. Like, I asked Randy, I was like, I don't feel great about my number three. Can I? Oh, man. Internet so, connection boom. is trash today. Man. Because I know it's a 2020 movie, but I saw <laughs> it is true. Oh, Randy. Oh, there he is. Dude, the, the internet is, is not cooperating today. Nick, what you got? Too bad. Yeah, so who is the next? Nick, I've said Nick, what's your three? Like five times. Oh, sorry, Randy. I'm having trouble hearing you. Nobody heard it, man. Uh, You know, yeah, I'll stick with it. My number three (laughs) is In the Heights. Uh, ah. which I watched and I was like excited for and everybody seemed excited for and then it came out and then it was kind of like a 180 like there was there's been a lot of backlash with it like the casting and all that and like I get it especially after watching it but if you can like get past that it's really good like it's a really like the story is great and like the music like is really good like it I guess it depends on your tolerance of musicals. 
Yeah, I'm like, not a musicals guy. I had this joke with my mom. Like, we went and saw. Like, my mom thinks The Greatest Showman is like the greatest <laughs> movie. Like, Hook, Line, and Sinker. It just got her. It's a mom movie. But she likes it, like, where there's, like, almost like Disney, like, where there's talking and normal stuff, and then they break into song. And then, like, we have this joke, like, when we saw Les Miserables, like, 10 years ago, nine years ago, like, the whole movie is nothing but singing. Like, everything they do is just, like, in song, even when it doesn't rhyme, there's no melody. They're just singing all the dialogue. So I was, like, worried within the Heights, because, like, the first, like, 20 minutes is, like, one big musical yeah, number. Yeah, one big number. And I was like, holy shit, this is gonna, like, I'm gonna hate this, and everyone else is gonna love it. But as it goes on, like, the story is really deep. There's, like, two interconnecting love stories that I thought both worked. There's an emphasis on, like, culture and, like, family and stuff. It's a little long, but I just, it ranks as number three. And I was like, well, keeping it there. Nice. And and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's better nice. than Hamilton. I tried to watch Hamilton on Disney Plus two times and couldn't finish it. Like, I didn't get it. They need to make a movie of Hamilton, so I understand it better. <laughs> you know, I just did not get the hype with Hamilton. What movie? I'm sorry. I want the movie Short Pump Heights. <laughs> Short Pump Heights? Just a bunch of Karens. Oh, no. <laughs> Never mind. They are making that movie. Yeah. Singing about the managers. Oh, I got a story about what it is. Yesterday, right. Eric, but anyway. give, give us your three or oh, give no. us your story. What's that? Give us your three or give us your story. Uh, <laughs> or both. Story like it's that. a really good story. So number three, um, I'm going to have to go with No. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> oh, no. I'm already okay. aggravated. So I'm going with uh, number three, a uh, movie called Nobody. Yeah, that's that was high. That's in my like five or Bob six. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And um, you know, with these movies coming out like that, um, I think same person who wrote John Wick wrote uh, wrote this movie, and it could be easy to be very s- similar. But um, I think they did a lot of um, different enough things for it to not be just another clone. And um, and Bob Odenkirk, you know. Um, who probably hit his career peak with um, the, um, the Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul? I think he does a, a really good and awesome. I think it's pronounced job in this movie. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> no, but uh, it's always <laughs> great to see Christopher Lloyd. Oh yeah, and um, and heck, even um, there's a role in this movie, and you immediately know you hear his voice. Most of his performance is a voice role, but he does show up physically soon in the movie. And of course, um, the thing you want to see is the the action of the movie. And well directed, well staged, realistic. He's not um, he's not really John Wickish. You know, he's rusty a little bit, and it's it's very re- realistic, especially the bus scene. I like that. Yeah, they're like, oh, that was him that got thrown out the window, and. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh. this movie is short, sweet. I don't think it's even an hour wow. and a half. With um, yeah, with um, without credits. But yeah, that's my number three. Well, I love nobody. I was like worried. 
I was like, I don't know if I'm. Yeah. I was like, I like Odin Kirk like as much as anybody. I was like, action guy. Like I was like, I don't right. know. We're gonna have to. But I believed it. Like I was like, oh okay, okay. Yeah, they they definitely play that into it, and it's yeah. <laughs> his so, age and whatnot. Well, Melissa, you're number two because I don't need to say my number three because it's already been discussed. What was it? <laughs> yeah, which one that was? Oh, I'm supposed the, to say it was. It was definitely no. I, I didn't see in the heights. It it was a. Uh, I did. I'm not a musical guy. Leave me alone. I'm. Yeah, Eric is always like what? Like, I'm, come I'm, on, I'm, man. You have every Disney movie under the sun. <laughs> You're a musical guy. I'm I'm middle America, big budget special effects trash middle cinema America. goer. No. What was your number three, Randy? My number three was nobody. Eric mm. fucking uh. stole it. Uh, I just want to say, first of all, I did try In the Heights specifically for this podcast, and I think it's exactly like Nick said. I was excited. I love Crazy Rich Asians, and John Chu directed that. I'm now I'm mm-hmm. like I'm so glad Crazy Rich Asians hey, was speaking not speaking to GI Joe. What John Chu directed? He, he directed Retaliation. Damn, maybe right? I should see it um, because I tried it in like the first. I timed it the first eleven minutes. It's just singing, yeah, no just dialogue. Yeah. I was like, are they ever going to stop singing? Like, I love Anthony Ramos. Take a breath. He's amazing. Good cast. But, man, I need dialogue. I need yeah. it. They do eventually stop. But it's like that person who <laughs> kind of introduces everybody. Is there a lot of parts of dialogue that, like, throughout the movie? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I might give it but another chance. It's long too. It's like two yeah, hours. I think like, it's a little longer than it need to be. Yeah. I know. But there's a lot of good musical numbers. I thought the uh, the one where they were on the side of the building, which is kind of later in the movie, but I just thought, wow. I don't think that very often. I'm I'm, I'm readily like, wow, that was great. <laughs> I mean, the trailer was great. So Ooh. it's like I wanted to get to those parts that seem so exciting, but yeah. man, you have to really go through a lot. Anyway, so. My number two is Framing Britney Spears. This is a documentary that oh, anyone can see. Yeah, a documentary that anyone can see for free on YouTube. Um, a lot of people were talking about it, and I was kind of scared to watch it. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch it. And uh, I'm really glad I did. And I've seen quite a few documentaries this year, and a lot are boring. But this one was good, and that's why it's my number two. I gave it five out of five. Um, it's, it's not just about Britney Spears or, like, her entire world of Britney Spears. It's specifically about the free Britney movement. And it's very timely that I'm bringing it up because I watched it before the huge news came out this week of Britney actually giving her story about the, I don't how do I say it? Conservative? Conservatorship? Yeah. I've never been able to say that word. Which was like a huge explosion in the news. I saw it, uh, you know, like a couple months before this. And I, and man, uh, the Free Britney Spears movement is very interesting, and what this movie does is kind of give a whole background of what led to the conservatorship and this Free Britney movement that's trying to uh, release her from it, obviously. And I believe the New York Times was in charge of this documentary, and I was just really pleasantly surprised. It made me anxious watching this because some stuff mm-hmm. I was like, I was actually doing like heavy breathing. I was so anxious, but in a, in a good way. I thought it was, it was really well done, and um, yeah, I would recommend it. I think I, I watched that on Hulu around the time like everybody else did. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like 
unauthorized. So it was like everybody they talked to was like, I'm a, I knew the Spears family back when they were, <laughs> yeah. you could it's a lot of fans. And it was like, yep. were you her assistant or did you just kind of know? But other than that, like, yeah, I thought it was, they talked to the photographer guy who like she had was, everybody saw Paparazzo. Like, hit the dude's car with the umbrella. I thought that was cool. Yep. He was like, oh, he was just like, I was like, damn, oh, let me leave her alone. I was like, dude, you suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why even give him that platform? But I guess yeah. he's really crucial to the whole thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. that All that stuff with Britney, like, I was like my like late years of high school. I was like junior, senior in high school. But I remember thinking it was weird then. Like, people taking upskirt photos of like these girls. Oh, yeah. Like, I, w- I remember then being like, this is weird. This seems, this is gross. Like, that doesn't seem I- legal to me. I hate how that culture is uh, is allowed to live on and, and people's excuses. Oh, there's there's um, audience for it. You know, people have a responsibility. You, you know, journalists can stop <laughs> yeah. doing these things. Yeah. It, it's yeah. disgusting. I don't know. Like that, that was like the discourse around that. It was just like, we all played a part in this. I was like, what? And it's like, no, I not just, everyone. I remember being like, can't we just chill? Like, couldn't we just leave her alone? Like, I really don't care what she's doing right There were now. definitely people who were, but there were definitely people who are not interested in that at all, you know? Yeah. There's some things we don't need to know, for sure. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. But I thought the documentary was, um, and, I, and I've tried so a few others this year, and, you know, after Firefest, I, you know, there's so many of those docs now, and a lot of them are just kind of poor copycats, but <clears throat> this one was was good, I thought. Nick, your number two. All right, my number two like doesn't feel like a 2021 movie, but like it is. But it already played a role in the Oscar season, so like it's it's like it's done. It's like its shelf life is done. Yeah. But it came out this year and no other year. My number two is Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it came out this year. It did not play at a festival in December or anything. Like to my knowledge, yeah. it came twenty twenty one. Yeah, and it February. The Oscar race. But I mean, insane movie. Yeah, not a movie I'm gonna want to revisit very often because it's yeah, hard it's to not watch. The, hey, let's get the popcorn. Yeah, and watch <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, but yeah. it was a heavy story. Just in terms of just artistic merit. And like how they tell the story, as hook line and like I was just into Judas and the Black Messiah, and Daniel Kaluuya, it's like one of the best performances I've seen in a long time. Like they, he was like one of the only shoe ins from the Oscars this year. Yeah. I was like for sure he's one of supporting actors. And acting. Nick, which was next because his co-star, the lead of the movie, yeah, was also nominated for supporting actor. Supporting actor, which it's like it was the lead. Yeah, but but like, I don't know. It's like one of those things. Like, there's a lot of movies like that where like, it's like the Mister Rogers, the Tom Hanks movie. Oh it's like, yeah, on the that one was bad. Yeah, but he's like, he's the supporting actor. He's not the lead, but it's like that right. sells the movie. But um, who decides that? The studio, right? Um, no, actually, yeah. um, the actor. Well, it depends. The studio has a conversation with the actor, and they depend on how they want to be um, considered. Wow. It's yeah, all strategy, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, a lot of the times, like, you think of, like, I always refer to, like, Django. 
Like Christoph Waltz is not a supporting actor in no. that movie. Like it's it's him and Jamie Foxx are like yeah. Starsky and Hutch. It's like their movie. But he was supporting for everything and so he won. Right. Oh, so, right, right, right. And ultimately yeah. he overshadowed Leonardo DiCaprio's or yeah. Sam Jackson. They Which, were supporting they were supporting for should have gotten that nomination. It's like mm-hmm. they have a real problem giving two stars uh the what is it, the lead title. Yeah. They have it's a like real the, problem the, with this, even though it could be technically true. Yeah, it Green really Book happens. Is one. Green Book is one like what's his name? Mahershala Ali, like it's not supporting performance at all. It's two right. guys in the car the whole movie. Right. But, Brokeback Mountain, it was like Keith Ledger was lead and Jake Gyllenhaal was supporting. It was that like, oh, makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but just, I guess they don't want them to compete with each other, right? Yeah, they right. want the movie studio would obviously want them both to win, so the strategy is Right, you don't want them canceled. Yeah, sometimes you just it's like if we put you in supporting, you'll win. If we put you in lead, like you're gonna Right. I don't know what Heath's competition was, but damn, he should have won that. That was a good performance. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, Capote? Capote, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah he was, he wasn't okay, I can't that. argue because I, yeah. I haven't seen that. <laughs> damn. But, yeah, but anyway, Judas and Black Messiah. <laughs> yeah. Shaka King, that's like a name. Like As soon as I saw that movie, I was like, dude, I'm going to be seeing that guy's name on like a billion things. Just like Henry Golding. I'm like, I'm yeah. responsible for him now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was at, it's like I see his name attached to something else, I'm like, I'm there. It's just like you were talking about Sorry to Bother You a minute ago. Like, yeah. Boots Riley was yeah. the director of that. I've been waiting for him to, like, come up ever since that movie. I was like, I was like yeah, I want to see what he does next. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my number two. It feels like should have been on my last year list. Yeah, I think you guys already discussed it uh, for a 2020 episode or so. Anyways, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and you said it, Nick, with um, Daniel Kaluuya, then yeah, he... A lot of people play real people in movies, but a lot of people don't capture... I mean, yeah. you don't have to know anything about Fred Hampton, but you see that essence of... Yeah. Because when you hear Daniel Kaluuya talk for real, he's like the... Oh, um, have a cup of tea and some yeah, yeah. Um, British type. He's British, British. He is like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. question, love. <laughs> oh, you're British, British. Yeah, but yeah, he's like, man, his American accent is better than the American. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, he just like the energy, like especially yeah. with like the like the rally scenes that he was doing, like where he was speaking, like the energy right. is like crazy. I'm like you just like he just embodied that like it was it was like what it's not a happy movie like I said like I don't know when I'll watch it again that shit is heavy but yeah and even somebody like uh, me who knew the story you forget that dude he was what 21 20 yeah yeah he was was, nuts very before we move on uh, shout out to because everybody seems to overlook this actor Jesse Plemons yeah I was going to say, you know, but I didn't want to be the white dude who brought up the white dude. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I feel? I mixed up the two Asian movies of being an Asian person. No, that's I not- always mix up something in every podcast. I have to, like, mess up something. It's like, oh, uh... no. But, yeah, this, um... Yeah, if they would have tried to switch 
Yo, Jesse Plemons is a, is a fantastic actor. He doesn't get the credit he deserves Seth, in this movie. Is um, it was a good role, a good performance by him. Like I said, like I'm he's like had, the, he's, had a, he's been in a lot of good movies though. I mean, yeah. he's doing pretty well. I'd say. Like but Mike, I get what you're saying. And um, yes, Jungle Cruise can't wait. But um. <laughs> 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 but I'm like the biggest Friday Night Lights fan Ignite like in the, the, the world. So every time I see Jesse Clemens, I'm like, it's like the DiCaprio meme. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, Friday Night Lights. So who? Melissa, you already went. Yeah, you have it's your turn. Yeah. So. It's Britney, bitch. L- L- let me steer. <laughs> Eric, it's your it turn. Yeah, my turn. So number two, um, I'm going to go with a recent movie. And it'll probably move down the list as, but probably won't. Who knows? But um, a sequel. Dude, you're going to do it again. (laughs) Dude, you're going to do it again. Motherfucker. That's my number four. (laughs) I'm sorry. I read it. Get out of my head. (laughs) So Quiet Place Part 2. Hey, a good movie is a good movie. It's okay. That's my number four. um, Written and directed by um, Jim from The Office. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> we should do that look to the camera like he does not have a real I, I don't know what he does no man no but he's he's uh, definitely earning one just joking around but um <laughs> yeah it's um <laughs> I think Quiet Place Part 2 is a prime example of sequels don't always have to be bigger and louder to be better and um and I like the immediate continuation from the first movie and I like the um they hopped back to show day one which is pretty cool, and then, you know, it allowed uh, Krasinski to get a, a cameo in there. Um, but yeah, performances-wise, um, I like Killian Murphy as the new lead, and yeah, it's just um, like pure suspense, and it's well-directed, well-acted movie. A lot of people. I guess it's kind of a nitpick, but you can see they're probably building a series, uh, hopefully a trilogy, the way it ended, similar to the first movie. But I think that's by design. And yeah. um, I don't see that as a flaw. I see it as like, wow, I can't wait to continue this story. But um, yeah, Quiet Place Part 2, that's my number two. <laughs> and you like, guys said it made, it made good money for... Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. that's probably yeah. happening. I, I yeah, it broke $100 million domestically. God damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like when a movie ends and I'm like, oh, I want more. Yes. Dude. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to And fun. something in common. I think we're some, my number three, my number two have. Um, I think we've gotten so spoiled over the years of movies being real long. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. nobody in a quiet place part two. I don't think is cracks. No an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah. No, they're not. And you know you're not used to that these days. And people are starting to treasure the short and sweet movies now. Yeah, and they can be done. And I'm, I'm glad that this is uh, my two uh, just coincidence. But yeah, nothing worse than like unnecessarily long movie well, like Transformers. <laughs> yes. Well, since Eric stole my number two like he did my number three, fucker, um, I'm going to talk since, old, to say number one. since old man Eric. No, nah, there's no way that our number ones match. There's no way. Um, I'm going to talk about the kids in A Quiet Place Part 2 because they were the MVPs of that shit. And um, yeah. they just, Paramount just announced that 
like it's not a quiet place three but it's in the world yeah like march 2023 and krasinski's Hmm. producing but he's not directing Hmm. we're already ruining a beautiful thing yeah yeah (laughs) i'll go see it (laughs) right they'll be there like, like Nick always says, ass in seat or whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the thing that sucks about that is, God. I guess we, you want to be spoiled. Like, yeah, you want the third one to do what the second one did to the first, continue immediately after, but the yeah. children are growing. Yeah. So that's, that's true. That's going to be hard to that's do. That's true. That's <laughs> always an issue. So they, yeah. Yeah, but. That's what Shazam's yeah, going to deal with. Um, I forget the young lady's name. She does a, a, a super duper. Uh, job in that movie, the daughter. And nice. I don't know. Um, supporting actress talks mm, probably overshooting it, but yeah, but it's like why not? Especially yeah, when yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know. Yeah. That's what gets on my nerves. So it's like was Emily nominated for the first one for the for the Oscar? Emily Blunt won a Screen Actors Guild Award for the first. Yeah. But okay. she didn't get nominated like anywhere else. Typical BS. And it was like yeah. annoying. That was the same year she did Mary Poppins. It's like it's, like, else... it's like Lupita. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. So there's Ooh, probably no chance. Sorry. <laughs> that the yeah. kid is gonna. Hey, you never know. Probably not. But then again, it's, it's 2021. It's it's a weird year. So. I don't know. Yeah. It's a horror movie. It came out like towards the first half of the year. They're gonna forget it existed. Even though that's a movie everyone saw, yeah. Yeah. but they got the machine behind it to push a campaign, so it might be over because it's a hit, and we'll see. <laughs> right? You never know. Is it number one already for Melissa? Oh, are we very? Yeah. Oh, Randy? Yes. Number, number one around Bob the board. Bar and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That movie was funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo, I, I, I don't know if I'm saying her last name right at all, they wrote Bridesmaids 2011, 10 years ago. And, you know, everyone's been waiting for them to do their, their next movie together, and it was this, and I did not know what to expect. It looked really weird. Um, but I watched it, and I pretty much laughed from the first second to the last. It was just so funny, and it seems to be um, a little bit polarizing it's kind of i think it's such a weird type of humor that either you're laughing or you're not and you know some people really didn't react well to it but man it really hit me perfectly i absolutely loved it um there's a little subplot with that i didn't really care for but you know everything with barb and star on the beach was just gold and it's just so funny. I'm glad that, you know, Annie got to star in this one. She didn't really get a chance in Bridesmaids. She was just like the nervous woman on the plane. And um, so it's cool because she's, you know, she's charming. She's cute. She's funny. You know, she should be in there too. And uh, I, I really, really liked it. And I just thought it was just so funny. And I'm really happy it was made. <laughs> really happy they released yeah. it on Blu-ray. I bought it immediately. Loved it. Yeah. It's like real irreverent, kind of like Anchorman. Like it's that yes. kind of humor that's like, just like the crab on the beach. Like, yeah, that was like perfect example. I was like, I was like that either is going to make someone laugh their ass off, or they aren't gonna get it. Like, there's no gray. 
it's like real irreverent. Like Anchorman I like I like how you say that because they don't care if you get it or yeah. not. It's just they're yeah. gonna do the whole movie in the in this humor. And it's really awesome when people make such personal movies and it actually really works for some people, mm-hmm. you know. It's just like like they were laughing when they wrote it. Like they were like, yeah. it would be funny as shit if the crab had like a monologue and like walked off. And so yeah, they, they just, just did it. not care. They're doing yeah. it. They're going for it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Great. Nick, your turn. Andy, did you see the movie? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you guys saw saw Barb and Star. You didn't see it, Randy. Damn. Eric, did you see it? Oh my. No, nah, I didn't see. It. Or did Randy see it and he's just trying to be nice? No, he no, doesn't no. Want to say. I haven't seen I it. I want to see the movie. I just forgot about it. Now I'm that it's compared to no Anchorman, worries. I really That's want to what see this it. podcast is for. It's like I'm going to take everyone's suggestions and yeah. Now that you compared it to Anchorman, I got to see it. It it reminds yeah. me of like Anchorman and like Zoolander, like that kind of it's like real high concept and just real irreverent, like just silly. Yep. Goofy, goofy, goofy nonstop. Like, I said I said something I, similar, like um, Zohan and Nacho Libre. Even though I don't think yeah. those are great, and I thought this one was, but yeah, like you said, yeah, like they just commit to the irreverence. Like this is gonna be silly. We don't care if you laugh or not. Like we're, we're like almost like su- supernatural fantasy, almost. Yeah, kind of like humor. it's real, just bizarre. But it's I don't know. It worked for me. Like I thought it was really. All right. Yep. What worked for you the most this year, Nick? Huh? What worked for you the most this year? Uh, I was gonna say like my number one, like I got like my top like five or six are kind of all on par with each other. I don't think I've rated anything over a four this year. Oh. Like, mm. like I've got like right. a lot of great movies, but nothing that's just like plowed me ever and just like knocked my socks up. Like number one, I've got Ryan the Last Dragon. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm a Disney movie guy, so I just like I, it doesn't take much for me to like buy into it. Like I saw it in the theater, and it was like good to see a Disney movie in the theater. I just thought it was really it, like it's a great movie. Like it wasn't like I don't know they they've been getting into this trend of like not bogging their movie down with like stupid love stories anymore. Like there was just no room for one. Yeah. Like what if she fell in love along the way? And it's like no, <laughs> fuck that. She's got work yeah. to do. <laughs> That's good. And, like. It wasn't a musical. Yes, that was. Um, um but I, I thought it was cool. I thought it, I was the only person in the world, I guess, that like thought it was really similar to Avengers Endgame. <laughs> like nobody else is like, yeah, I get that. that. <laughs> something happens, and then five years passes, and she's trying to find these things to put together to like undo what happened five years ago. Anyway, but. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was really good. I seem to... I mean, I give it a four. Like, I was like, it's not like a four and a half or five, but I seem to like it, like, more than everyone else. Everyone's like, yeah, it's good. It's no Frozen. I was like... Because it's better. Than better. But... No, yeah. That's my number one. I thought it was better than Luca. Because Disney's other big offering so far this year, that and Cruella. So far, it's like Disney's best movie this year. It, it will not stay number one. Like, if I that's my number one disagree. at the end of the year, then this is a kind of subpar year. But I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed Raya immensely, and I'm excited to rewatch it at some point. I have not rewatched it since the theater yet. Yeah. Nice. I enjoyed it. So, Eric, I know your number also, one is my I'm number one. Let's get it out of the way. 
<laughs> you think so? No, no, there's absolutely no way. Yes, I'm actually, no, 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 I'm no. actually gonna talk this time. I really, uh, no, I seriously doubt my number one. Yeah, I doubt any of you probably even thought of this movie. To be honest, the movies, especially Melissa. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, so, so that means it's, it's like a bio of your life or something. Like, <laughs> so that means it's cherry. No, but um, my number three and number two, I was talking about the um the running times being short. This movie is a total opposite end of the spectrum, being four hours and two minutes. Then, uh, and um, and he's like, "Fuck, that's my number one." No, he's not. <laughs> but um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is my number one. Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck is that? What's four hours? Dude, yeah. I quit. It is a film yeah. that exists. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> 2021. I guess it is a movie that came out this year. But yeah, that's... um. Uh, subsequent viewings is not, which is not the easiest thing to do <laughs> with a four-hour. No, <laughs> I gotta take vacation to watch it again. Since March, I've seen it um three times, and it um it doesn't. Whoa! It doesn't grow, in my opinion, weaker. I think it is. So you uh, spent a whole work shift and overtime movie. You spent a whole work shift and overtime <laughs> yeah. watching the Snyder Cut. Yeah, and the movie itself is divided into chapters. You could use you could use those to watch it that way if you. It better if you want. be. Yeah. So yeah, six chapters, and um, but yeah, I think it's just a fantastic movie. We spoke about it before. Like, did it need to be four hours? Nah, but no. the fact that it is four hours, no. hey, I'm not complaining. It's um, you know, we got all these epic, um, grand movies. Why can't a superhero movie um, appear on that scale? Right. Um, you know, looking at it from um, that point of view, and just um. Yeah, good performances, good story, good coherent story. And um No Doyevsky. <laughs> no Doyevsky. Doyevsky. Oh man, yo God. No no pet cemetery. No. Anyway. <laughs> we're laughing. We're no, made, we're, we're repeating the jokes and we're laughing, so they must have been yeah. good jokes. No, they were just No. You you also <laughs> repeat the bad ones. You also make fun of the horrible jokes too. Yeah, but no, it was just some um, awesome moments. We got to see um, non CG face Henry Henry Cavill. Not impressed. And we black, we got to see there. <laughs> see what you did there. The black suit Superman, and the amazing um, turning back the the amazing Flash sequence. In case people haven't seen it yet, I don't understand it's, what he's uh, doing. Yeah. Oh my God! Want to imagine that? And then you know they're salivating over Christopher Nolan tenant, knowing they don't know what the hell's going on. Right? They don't like <laughs> Warner Brothers doesn't sense. understand the Flash running, running, but they're making a Flash movie. Yeah, they understood all those bugs and all that shit that was going on. Yeah, in the theatrical version. They understood. That. Yeah. Rooftop sequence and all that—it's yeah. like, it's, your fear. They didn't Shut understand anything about Cyborg. No. And speaking of which, um, yeah, that's one of the more awesome moments in um the movie. I mentioned it before. It might sound silly to some people, but yeah, it is. Um, Cyborg being a superhero, but not physically fighting people, but trying to help somebody in their life out. Yeah. And I think that was a, a rather touching 
scene that they put in there and you know but yeah, Warner so Brothers was like, no, no, part. this is too real. There's too many real people with real money problems. This yeah. is too real. Yeah, whatever they were thinking, they need to all be fired. God. But yeah, that's my number one. Is uh, ZSJL. So my number one. Right. Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> my number one is uh, not... Zack Snyder's Justice League. My number one is the Snyder Cut. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> nah, my uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Yeah, right. My number one is Wait, oh. is the Mitchells versus the Machines. I've been, uh, I knew it. I've been gushing over this movie five or six. for the whole month and a half. It's been out. Um, I'm I'm blanking on the chick's name that voices the main character. Abby Jacobson. Abby. There you go. Mm-hmm. But like she's she's us. She's a movie geek. She's a movie nerd. <laughs> she's she's excited to go to college. She's excited to get get away from her family that cramps her style, blah blah blah. And Danny McBride voicing the dad wants the family to be together and and spend this last time together. They go on this road trip and then all uh, Obviously, the machines have to do something, so there's a battle, and just it, it's got it's got like dope like personal themes. The animation is beautiful. The dialogue is crazy. Phil and and that's where like you can tell like Phil Lord and Chris Miller had a lot of input. Like it's hilarious. It's touching. It's it's everything like I want in a great animated movie. I'm done now. Nice. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's in my like, it's like my top six or seven movies or whatever. We're all like four star, four star, four star, and they're all kind of like I could have interchanged them pretty much. That's in there. It's like five or six. Yeah, and it's or like four or five. I don't know. Were we? I gave Barb and Star a six out of five. <laughs> six out of five. Were we? Uh, were we talking about animation <laughs> like studios? Tenet. They're the same movie. Were, were we in the thread talking about animation studios? Okay. Sorry, Randy. I said, were we, were we in the group chat talking about Animation Studios, or was that on a past episode? Yeah, past episode. Okay. But it's like, it's like Sony has a lot of duds. Like I think we were talking about Hotel Transylvania. But, like, they have a lot of, like, the emoji movie. We just threw this out there to make money. But then they have, mm. a, they have a Spider-Verse, a Mitchell versus Machines, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball. Phil Lord and Chris mm-hmm. Miller are involved in all their best movies, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not yeah, coincidence. Wow. <laughs> so the Phil Lord and whoever are they the director of Mitchell or are they the writer? No, or? they um I think they produce like they produce Spider Verse nice. into the Spider Verse. They directed Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I think I you can tell world, like they had a lot of creative input in Mitchell's versus the machines. Yes. Nice. Sounds good. You definitely sold me on the movie. I tried it a couple times. I swear one day I'd like to get through it, but me and animated is tough. Tough, tough, tough. <laughs> like you and musicals. No, nah, I mean, it's not tough. It's just non existent. She's going to hate seeing animated <laughs> movies about music. What, what is that? Is that like Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, or is that Trolls, or I don't know? That's Trolls. <laughs> Thing is about animals that sing. 
<laughs> so who's the star? Sing. Trolls that sing. Sing is uh, Matthew McConaughey, Scarlett Johansson, Reese Witherspoon, Nick Offerman. Do they sing? Like yeah, birds. It's sure, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Impressive. I gotta say. I don't think any of that. I like. Matthew McConaughey doesn't sing no. in this movie. He's the organizer. Like he's the organizer of the competition. I know Scarlett yeah. sings. I've heard her like Tom he sings. Taron Edgerton sings. He's the monkey. And yeah. like I didn't think it was his <laughs> real voice until I like looked it up and I was like, Holy shit, that was really him singing? Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He, he got busy. Some of these actors are sneakily talented in, in other yeah. things. Then he played Elton John. So I was like, Okay. Taren. Oh yeah, sorry. Why was I thinking Taron Killam? <laughs> yeah, Taron Edgerton is amazing. One second, people. I loved Rocket Man. He was fantastic. I wanted him to win the Oscar. Mm. I don't remember the competition, but I I loved him in that. Yeah. Are we done? Uh, I didn't think it was him singing, and he sang an Elton John song in the movie. He sang "I'm Still Standing." Well, you think he got <gasps> cast? Uh, now you're selling me on sing. I love that. Song. Yeah. I think He's we're done. He's a gorilla. Damn. Yeah, I liked Sing. Sing is one of those, like, I saw in the theater and thought, like, that was good. And then when I bought it and rewatched it, I was like, this is the best. Really movie. good. Like, I love oh, no. I love, I love the original. telling me on these. It's crazy. Um, like, I think we're done with the segment. It went a lot faster than normal. We're so, definitely done with the segment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He left. I'll figure out what we're gonna do in two weeks because right now I have no idea. And then I'll come so back is, here and wrap this episode done, are up. Are you done recording? I, yeah, I am now. Yo, 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 yo! It's been too long since your boy did some hip hopping. Just a heads up, cause I got some shit dropping. They enjoy my presence, my spitting, just gift shopping. They sold on me like rich people at a big auction. Don't react till I'm poked, then I embarrass hoes. Trying to step up my kick game, let me get a pair of those. Light work, this a day off spitting these Bueller Ferris flows. Don't talk shit till I hear it, something like Derrick Rose. Just bite your tongue from any bullshit that you speaking. Monitor any and everybody, I need no fraudulent to sneak in, peek in, then leak in what I do on the weekend. John Constantine, I'm fighting my demons. Randy, that's kind of dark, but maybe that's what I intend. Yo, that's the thing. The kid always been grim. They just manipulate what I say, pass it on, and then spin. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what might offend them. And chill until the next episode. Hello, film lovers. We're back with an exhilarating conversation. That didn't sound like me. What up, bitches? Um, not a lot went down. I almost considered like skipping this week. Can't front. Um. So I think I'm gonna start off with just talking about Richard Donner, man. Richard Donner passed away. Bums me out. He made some dope movies though. Nick Nicholas X Goodman. Talk about Richard Donner and how dope of a career he had. It was super dope. Super. I was like, I don't know. You hear Richard Donner, I feel like most people just think like Lethal Weapon or Superman. 
I'm most but like people. for me, like for some reason, like Lethal Weapon. He just made so many that I'm like, oh, Richard Donner, Lethal Weapon. But you like, I don't know. It's sort of like just re-looking at his filmography to make sure I didn't miss anything. It's just like I don't think like he directed Scrooge. Yeah, and that's like the best. Like I don't know. And like he did the Goonies. Like he didn't have one type of movie that he made, but like his whole filmography was good. Like, even, like, the lesser one, like, he did, like, Assassins, like, the movie with... <laughs> so Boy, underrated. Like, you know, it's a good movie. Maverick. Like, I mean, he was, Yeah, he was, like, an accomplished action director, but... I don't know. He, he kicked off... I mean, it's not even modern anymore, but, like, he made, like, the first real, like, honest-to-God superhero movie that wasn't the Adam West Batman movie. <laughs> Yeah, that was an adaptation of a TV show, so Donner gets credit. Yeah, that was that was like a spinoff, but yeah, like that's like I feel like we aren't. Well, I feel like we're all kind of like underselling the legacy of that. Like, if that doesn't work, like Superman the movie doesn't work in nineteen was seventy eight, then Tim Burton never gets a shot. Yeah, like they're they're not even thinking about doing something. They didn't even for years they were like well let's do a Superman yeah. and a 3 and a 4 and they let that like wither away and they were like well shit let's do another one but yeah like if Superman 1 doesn't work like the tagline you know, you'll believe a man can fly like if we're not <laughs> believing that when we're That's watching epic. it in 1978 we don't get Batman. We don't get Blade. We don't get X Men. We don't get Spider Man. Yeah. So the MCU. It's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We shouldn't have the MCU anyway. That's uh, even thirteen years later. It's still weird that, that it's a thing. I'm not giving him credit for that because that's just like <laughs> it's bizarre. Like, no, it's just so weird that. Hey, seeing reading like what Kevin Feige said after he passed, I'm I'm giving him credit for. Every comic book movie. Uh, yeah. Truthfully. Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, like the Goonies. Like, who's doing the Goonies? That's like that's like a style of movie in itself. The Goonies. Like any time yeah. a Stranger Things or something comes out, it's like it's like the Goonies meets right. something. It's like its own diehard. That's um that's so, I think you know, um that's what people thought. Well, Stranger Things was gonna be or totally like because they mm-hmm. were basically selling it like that yeah. yeah and I mean it is yeah it's like it comes out it's just it's Goonies with a clown and yeah, it's like well it's it. <laughs> it's it the book but anyway but yeah it's like it's own thing like every the, all the big movies he does from his filmography are like staples of their respective genres like Lethal Weapon is kind of like the template for the buddy cop movie or like the buddy action comedy in general like Rush Hour Bad Boys like, that. like you're comparing that to Lethal Weapon Bad Boys comes out and you're like well it's kind of like Lethal Weapon but it's but it's this Rush Hour it's kind of like Lethal Weapon but it's this so yeah instead of it's black and white they're black and Asian yeah, it's yeah, that's that's usually the difference when they make a buddy cop movie. It's like imagine Lethal Weapon, 
but it's this guy instead of Danny Glover. There's always a white guy. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a bummer. I was hoping, like, the Lethal Weapon 5 yeah. with him involved would, yeah. would really go off the table. If they still do it, they'll give him, like, EP credit or some shit. For sure. He'll have a story credit or something. He did something with it already. Eric? Yeah. Yes? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I only no, been but, up uh, for before, an hour. Richard Donner. So yeah, he put a lot of stuff before release the Schneider cut. There was released the Donner cut. Yep. And, and it um, didn't take three three years. It took what twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, he got his even at seventy five percent finished. Um, his Superman two movie. Yeah, with other parts plugged in, it's still decent. You see how his Superman 2 would have connected to the first one, which was um, just good to see. It's too bad it couldn't have been completed. But, um, yeah, he has a very versatile <laughs> um, filmography. Um, it's one movie that um, gets overshadowed. It's another one of his 80s comedies. Um, it's I don't know if it's kind of problematic now, given how you can look at the plot, but the movie called The Toy. F that, the dude. Toy. I know I was forgetting one. Stop yeah. judging past <laughs> art by today's standards. Bro, motherfuckers a, motherfuckers were not sensitive. Motherfuckers were not getting offended in the 80s. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, even though somebody brought it up back then, but it's, it's not what that is, though. Problematic these nuts. <laughs> And even Lady Hawk, um, a lot of people missed that. Yeah, Lady. And um, it don't it, it probably hurt because that came out the same year as the Goonies, I think. I think he had two movies in one year, or one right after the other, something like that. But yeah, the, the toy, <laughs> the toy was funny. I remember they used to play that movie to death on HBO. And um, but you mentioned Scrooge, um, Nick, and that's a movie. Everybody forgets Richard Donner directed it until they watch it again, like yeah. every Christmas. Yep. When we think Scrooge, we think Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And did he release anything? <laughs> was that? They bumped heads on set. I wonder if Bill Murray like released like a yeah, in memoriam. Probably not. Statement. Yeah, but no, it's interesting. Um, yeah, if you read into that, what how they were butting heads, and it's it's crazy that the product came out the way it did you wouldn't you would have thought they were best buddies how yeah how, how it came out that's it's still most, that's how most bill murray projects yeah like, everybody like, <laughs> what about bob to me is like the best movie yeah. and apparently he was like a terror on the set of that movie like it, right. he didn't get along with anyone and like charlie's angels like i've just yeah. always heard that i still want to that footage that recording whatever it is is out there i still gotta hear i want to hear i'm sorry that argument <laughs> that shut down a million dollar production for a day. What the uh, <laughs> Charlie's Angels? Him and, yeah. him and Lucy Lou. <clears throat> but now, yeah, Donner was, um, yeah, and his, his career, I mentioned is elsewhere, isn't as robust as you would think, but the movies he make, you know, they made, um, like the Lethal Weapon series, um, I think that's one of the best action series ever and and it's funny with Lethal Weapon 3 and 4 I mentioned this um, 
you can exchange it. Because some people like four better than three. Okay. Not I. <laughs> what you thought I was about to say. Yeah, I, thought, I, I just thought you were about to say that they were like lesser in quality. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's the beauty of it. It's, um, but the general consensus is that three and four are lesser. But yeah, that's, the casual movie watcher thinks that. Yeah, then, and that's that's unfortunate. And But when you come out the gate with what Lethal Weapon was, it's going to seem yeah. that way. <laughs> and even Lethal Weapon 2, which is... Um, Amazing. Yeah, that's a, that's a rarity. I think uh, you gave that um, five stars also. Yeah, see, I didn't mind. But yeah, it was still... <laughs> no. No, three was like my favorite when I was a kid. I don't know why, but I loved Three when I was young. I shouldn't have been watching this shit. You got a dumb, dumb wound. I loved Three, and I remember Four coming out. And like... yeah. Not liking four as much as three as a kid, like as a seven year old or however old I was. Yeah, that's the whole seven. <laughs> it's like different now. Like now I'm just like, well, two, three, and four are not as good as one, and that's yeah. okay. They're and all good. Yeah, there definitely is. Yeah. What we recorded, we were talking about, yeah, the superhero movies, there's no Batman. Funny enough, um, 89, I saw at the drive in, which they do double features, I saw Batman. And Lethal Weapon 2. Weird. <laughs> that, that was the double feature. And oh man, that was that was so exciting. So what about um one I didn't hear any well Brandy didn't talk, but like timeline. Remember that? Yeah. No. With Paul Walker. Yeah, Gerald I've Butler. I've never seen that movie. Oh, you never I, seen it? But I've never seen it, but I rem- oh, like I know like I remember the movie. But I've I I'm lying if I said I've seen Timeline, or at least I don't remember it. And he worked with um Gibson six times. What do y'all think about Conspiracy Theory? Yeah, that's a good one. Maverick is good. Mm-hmm. I think Maverick is one of the game. most underrated westerns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Maverick is criminally underrated. I don't think I've, I've seen, seen Conspiracy, conspiracy Theory, theory since the 90s. 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's what I was gonna say. Like his his legacy might like take a little hit. Like people don't give him that respect because he hasn't done anything since two thousand six. Uh, yeah, even sixteen blocks was good. Sixteen yeah, blocks, was. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I was man. talking about that with somebody. The people, the entertainers of his generation, they don't make a big deal when they retire. They just ride off into the sunset. No, yep. they just they just hey, that's it, and this is it. But yeah, and um, yeah, even even a person that was in one of his movies that they're uh, rock about the same age, Gene Hackman. You know, he didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm done. Thanks. He just peace and became an author. Welcome <laughs> to Mooseport. Welcome to Mooseport was his last. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get sick of that. Like Sean Connery's last <laughs> movie was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, and yeah. do one more. It's like yeah, Gene same Hackman, thing. He just... back one more. This was crap. Let's do a good movie. Elizabeth Taylor's last movie was The Flintstones. Never yeah. forget. Damn, that's true, that's isn't it? Damn it. Like, come damn on. It. But, um, Assassins, you mentioned that. Do you know who wrote that movie? Remember? Uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I paused like I was thinking. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, so the, uh, Wachowskis wrote that. Oh, cute. <laughs> which, which is interesting they were doing they were in their selling script stage and script doctrine stage and that's when they got picked up before they did um the matrix before that 
bullshit. <laughs> if you like the assassins, we've got a got a script we know you'll like. Yeah. What the hell is this? It's but nothing yeah, like it's, assassins, um, but there's guns. Yeah. And he had been seen publicly. Um, it was the um, the Josh Gad special. He was on there for the Lethal Weapon reunion. I think for part three, everybody was on there, and um, Donna was on there. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, when was yeah, this? I sent it to you. Most Yeah, they had um had him all on there. He was there. He that was like last year. So, hmm, I thought I watched like not all of them, but I thought I watched like the big ones. I don't remember Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Damn it! <laughs> Man, we were saying and it was. I looked it up and it said December, like late December. He was talking about yeah doing Lethal Weapon Five. I thought it was sooner than that. I thought it was like sometime this year. Yeah, but yeah, it said so December. He was talking about like being ready to go. He had plans to do it. And I was like, "Good for you, man!" Mm-hmm. And like, a lot Clint of people forget. Um, he has a production company. His production company um, produced the first X Men movie. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I knew that. I think his or, wife did all of them. Yeah, but I wonder if they got the ball rolling on the, the LW5 or if anything. Probably just talk. Yeah, I... Yeah. You know how we feel about <laughs> Warner Brothers, man. If Warner yeah. Brothers sees dollar signs, they're going to push it through. Yeah, um, good. yeah, yeah man. That's all I can really say with like, movies like that. It's like, I'd go see it. Yeah. I can't speak forever. I can't be like, oh, I'm the average consensus. I'm not, but it's like <laughs> I can see it. Is that enough? And speaking I of Lethal Weapon, this is funny to me. Um, I know y'all probably realize this. Um, Danny Glover, his character, Danny Glover is playing ten years older than he is in the entire series. Yeah, I knew the age continuity was off. Yeah, because looking back then, Danny Glover in the first Lethal Weapon is the age I am now. Oh, did him off. Yeah, like, he's supposed to be 50. You're right. And he's only, like, 70 now. Like, early 70s, right. maybe. 73, 74. But yeah, I always thought that. I was like, he's just one of those guys who's never young. <laughs> like, even when he was young, it's like he wasn't young. Yeah. Oh, oh. Do I, you guys know I just watched... Before all of this news broke, I just watched the Lethal Weapon movies like a month ago. Like they they still hold up. Yeah, like I it's like Sc- Lethal Weapon two and Scream two. I just feel like are like those sequels that are just just as good as the original. And it, it, it three is good. Three three is good. Bring in Rene Russo, Bleach Blonde, Joe yeah. Pesci. Um, and another thing. Speaking of the age thing, I'm sorry, Randy. Mel Gibson that had to be playing older than he was too because he talked about being in the war and obviously he talked about Vietnam and he would have it would have ended before he was old enough to get yeah he'd been like, like 15 yeah or did he get drafted at 18 he would have just been in the tail end of the war but that's just <laughs> oh, that's what yeah. you cut me off for <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's these are yeah. important yeah. details, dude. Yeah, like if there has to be flaws in the Lethal Weapon franchise, their ages never these matched are up. Nick picks, but yeah. yeah. Um, and I hate they didn't say his age in Lethal Weapon Four. Like, how old are you? Well, I'm only 
Like, how old? He didn't say it. Remember yeah. When they were boxing, but anyway. Yeah. They're saying Danny Glover's age, like in the first one. They're like, oh, you're 50? Yeah, it started with his birthday. 15. And he's just like 39. (laughs) I've always done that math. Like, if he was 50 in the original, by Lethal Weapon 4, he's this old. There's no way Jet Li would destroy him. Well, he did. He's shit. Lethal Weapon 2 has got my favorite line. Yeah. Maybe ever. Like, I, I just say it on that. Like, it's just been revoked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it's going to, if I ever have to shoot somebody, <laughs> or if I ever have to do anything, like, that's coming out of my mouth. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. And, hey, and that, too. Thanks. Um, Donna gave American movies gently. That was yeah. his first American movie. Yeah. Because Jackie Chan didn't want to play a villain. Nope. Imagine that, man. Yeah, I, th- I was. I think I was sitting here with my wife watching it last month, and I told her that, and I was like, well, hey, we, we still got Rush Hour. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, Jackie Chan never played day. villain. When I did my post for, not to go off on it, but I did my post for Kiss of the Dragon, and I was like, think about Jet Li, and like, I didn't want to make any comparisons to Jet, like, in my thing. I didn't want to be like, well, he's like Jackie Chan, but mean. But I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, like there's a more badassness, I yeah. guess maybe the way like like Jet Li walks in a room, it's like, oh shit, like you can look at him like in that movie, like he walks kind of slow, he just like walks up on people, and everybody's like, oh shit, like yeah. Jackie Chan doesn't really have that effect, like Jackie Chan, yeah, you couldn't imagine, yeah, that's fair, yeah, it's like one of his strengths on it, like in Rush Hour, like he's just kind of looks like a guy, but then he'll just beat your ass. I don't want trouble. Li, like, I in, don't want like, trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny. That's Jet Li's first um, villainous role, and yeah, that definitely worked out. I'm glad they got yeah. him for that. And many sense. So with that, um, you still talk about Lethal Weapon. That's only number two to the first Lethal Weapon for the final fight scene in the series. The final sequence. I think that Jet Li, that fight scene on that um, on that dock or bridge or whatever, is, is so one of the best. Yeah, but yeah, nothing could top that. Um, the Joshua fight. Yeah, that the Gary. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> that, original that was a hell of a fight though, man. The original Lethal Weapon is is my favorite action movie ever. Yeah. Riggs, let me take him. No, and then every year, one of my favorite lines, in it. <laughs> like um, walking in, walking in the house with the the assault rifle and the TV. What day? Shoot out Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like that's another one it's like not as Christmassy as Die Hard yeah. but I feel weird watching it outside of Christmas I should though I watched them like two years ago I was oh, doing like a pre-Christmas and post-Christmas thing so I was like now's a good excuse to rewatch Lethal Web but now I want to do it again it's yeah. just been so Randy don't mean to step on your toes huh? ow. I don't want to hold ow, ow. um I don't know if you were going to do it, but in case you didn't, I'll put it out there. Richard Donner's best movie. That's not Lethal Weapon. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was about to say, I already said it. Um, I'd say Scrooge. I think most people would say Goonies. Um, but, yeah, like I watch Scrooge every year. It's, it's so good. Um, Maverick's underrated. Assassins is underrated. I've, I've, I've never seen... Um, 
with Radio Flyer, Lady Hawk, the toy. Oh, yeah, Radio Flyer. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got so much, so many good movies, man. Superman. Yeah, I want to say Superman. Like I want to. Like that feels like the me answer. <laughs> but like I don't know. Like the Goonies, man. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I'll say like the Goonies and Superman. I'll put them on like equal footing. Like Superman's probably like a better film. But when I was like four, that's not true. I was gonna say when I was like four, I probably <laughs> watched. That's not true. I was watching Superman all the time. Yeah. Definitely, man. That's shit. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. I'm asking you a question. So I'm saying Goonies inspired a whole wardrobe in Jurassic Park, man. Come on. Oh yeah, that that's just nuts. But uh, Amblin did co-produce. Yeah, I have to say Superman. Yeah. Like everybody talks about Bill Murray movies, and they always kind of say the same ones. They say like Groundhog Day, Stripes, Ghostbusters, uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, Ghostbusters. And they leave out Scrooge. I think Scrooge is on par with like. Every oh, yeah. Bill Murray. Movie. Yeah. To yeah. me, so it's what about Bob? I feel like nobody. <laughs> that like, might be his funniest movie. Like nobody yeah. talks about that movie, and it's funnier than shit. But Scrooge, to me, like my dad, like his favorite thing about Christmas, he loves a Christmas Carol. Like mm. he loves that story, and like we went through a phase every like five years where like he was, we were trying to like collect every version of a Christmas Carol and see every different version like there's a version with Jack Palance where he's a cowboy Scrooge nobody's heard of that but it exists he did it after <laughs> he won the Oscar for City Slickers and it sucks it's horrible um, but there's so many I'm like, I remember watching Scrooge for the first time when I was maybe like 6 or 7 like it had been out for a bit but like I had never seen it and like he didn't like it like my parents didn't like it they just thought what? it was too stupid like I just, I lost my mind. Like I loved. It. I was like, we bought it on VHS, and I was like, can I have this? And they were like, yeah, we don't care. And I watched it like eight more times, like that Christmas. Like I just, I love Scrooge, and I watch it. I watch it every year. It's like one of the only Scrooges that I watch every year, every single year. I'm like, well, obviously Scrooge, obviously this one, and then like maybe one or two other ones. And the Muppets. Oh, <laughs> the night before. And and before we forget, man, I didn't think. Uh, you thought this was gonna go on. So Richard Donner was um, a known activist, and he's um, he put no. a lot of his stuff into the movie. I would have never guessed. <laughs> I think *Lethal Weapon* two was the probably most blatant with it. With yeah, the, I was about to say. But even he have little signs like "no fur" on the background, like next to Mel Gibson's head, and even *Lethal Weapon* two with the the whole apart that plot. Yeah, was interesting. Uh, there is yeah. like Danny Glover has like a refrigerator magnet or something in the original that says apartheid on it. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, he was one of the, yeah one of the greats in my opinion. All right, <clears throat> next. Uh, let's make fun of Stephen Dorff for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was say all these people's like opinions on Twitter about Black Widow. And I was like, man, I really liked it until I remembered what Steven hey. Dorf said. <laughs> like, oh, hey, it's like this. Uh, some, I meant this. I don't know if I did send this to y'all in a group chat. Someone was like, it seems like Steven Dorf blew an audition and he's just... Yeah. 
lashing out. What's the, what's the source? I just saw that he said this. What was he being interviewed or he just tweeted it? What's what's he being interviewed for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would imagine Stephen Dorff is one of these like I'm, I'm too cool and badass for social media. Yeah, and then somebody put that that bootleg superhero movie he guys with Eddie Griffin. Yeah. He's always in. Like I went to Walmart yesterday, and there was a movie on the internet <laughs> with like some boxing movie, and he was like he he's to his credit. I've seen that. He yeah. does like two or three movies a year, and they're always straight to DVD. But like he's always the lead in them. Yeah, I think it's, like that's the trade-off. It's like you can either be yeah, six know, build and a big number two, or you can be the lead guy in this DVD. Yeah. I don't know. Are these are they really this tone deaf when it comes to stuff like this? Well, one of one of us were going to mention it. You were in Blade. Oh no! Yeah, this American Hero looks like it's a real thing. Yeah, I think oh, it's a real it? movie. Yeah, I've seen it like in a store before or, or yeah. something. Yeah, it feels like it should be on the shelf next to like Kindergarten Cop Two. Uh, oh yeah, it looks like like a fake movie from like Entourage or something. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> that's, the, that's the perfect description for it. Yeah, yeah but it's know, just man. like I mean, he's in, it's like, like bro, I've like seen... like you're talking about this movie, you haven't seen it, you're judging it off trailers. Yeah. You you feel sorry for Scarlett, like bro, like like I could have told yeah, you a, a year yes. ago, like like she had like EP credit, like she had input on the movie. Yeah, you feel sorry for people having the best careers of their life, making millions of yeah. dollars. I'm like, who asked you? It's like coming out of the gate with two Oscar nominations. Yes, yeah. it's like he didn't he didn't get the Owen Wilson role in Loki, so he decided to just shit on their next yeah, it's movie. Per- I believe uh, that's a good theory that that person tweeted is. Like, uh, I don't want to be in a marble. Who asked you? Exactly. Crap <laughs> from outside of the club. Like, bro, like, get in. <laughs> did you really think the director of Leatherface is the next Stanley Kubrick, bro? Shut the fuck up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just so much. Dark. Oh, man. Era reading. You just beat up on Stephen Dorff, man. Hey. That was, I, that to, was my to intention. Let, let me say, like, to even the playing field. If, if anybody watched. The third season of True Detective. He was good. Oh yes, That's I remember right. thinking that was the best acting of his career, and I was generally I was like, dude, Stephen Dorff coming in here, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, that's he true. He, yeah, coming in, that's I was a... like, come on, man. But then he followed that up with like eighteen more directed DVDs. <laughs> I was like, you know what? He's doing fine. Hey, I understand. You got to be a little more, I guess, aware of how things are in the world when you make a statement. True Detective That's, season yeah. three was so. We understand good. everybody has bills to pay. I don't. I don't knock anybody trying to get a paycheck if it's not illegal or hurting anybody. But man, you got to be more. Like I said, uh, non tone deaf when you put something out there like that. You obviously got to know what it is. And and I think uh, Melissa said it like there's not going to be another Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Thank God. <laughs> Kubrick was the worst. His movies were great. Yeah, but he as a person he was, was um, yeah. People got like, a what's... theory that he drove Shelley the ball crazy. And... He did. I believe it. Yeah. Why else but would yeah, she have just, done Popeye? We're like monsters. Yeah, but, but that's man, the thing. <laughs> just with, just like goofballs that we may refer to as trolls, just regular people. You know, the celebrities get on here, and you know they do it too. I mean, yeah. 
It, like it wasn't. That's why I'm so puzzled. It wasn't from his personal account. I don't think it's just that it came out. That's just it. Was, I'm Stephen Dorf. I've been in a movie. I started this comic book movie thing, so I don't like what they're doing today. Yeah, and it, I don't, and it wasn't. It doesn't seem how you made the statement that it was even from that, you know, perspective. <laughs> he brought it at it like it was a personal grudge. Yeah. yeah. All right, Stephen Dorf. We're here to talk about. You're being the spokesman for like the e-cigarettes. <laughs> hey, you know what I like about these commercials? They don't look like fucking video games. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, Mr. Dorf. Theatrical credits, and it's like, you know, he was in Fear.com. Like, remember that? Yeah. Vaguely. And he'll pop car. up, like I jokingly said, six to seven bill, but it's probably true. Like, Public Enemies and... Yeah, he was in public. Yeah, and he was like in that movie Immortals with Henry Cavill. Like, remember that one? It was kind of like. Wasn't that? Wow. And he was just the guy. Like, he was just like one of the guy, like one of the Spartans or whatever they were. And it was like, hey, is that is that Stephen Dort from? (laughs) Fuck you, Henry. I auditioned for Superman. I just like Alone in the Dark is considered like the worst movie of all time by like a lot of people or like is that a Uwe Uwe movie yeah yeah that's that one wow and I'm like if I was in it's not it's not even the worst bowl movie because I watched it earlier no it's not but it's bad it's not a good film in any sense of the word and I'm like if I was in in the dark I just wouldn't comment I would just be like, you know what? <laughs> I you know what? Marvel's doing their thing. They've got it figured out clearly. Good for it them. It is a more what's a diplomatic way he could have yeah. if he yeah. had to say something. But but you like know, it's, it's messed up though because he'll like the movie he's worked recently. What recently? Ten years ago, I think maybe <laughs> with uh, Sofia Coppola in the movie Somewhere. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. It was yeah. him and Pontius from Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard just being so confused by that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's funny, man. It's people going to do... Yeah, give him a platform. People going to talk. It's, it's, he... Hate to see it. You know, I like The Gate. Remember that movie? He was like 10. <laughs> yeah, The Gate. But, like, that's it? Like, that's your shit? Like, look, I was in real movies like The Gate and Blade. I don't need this Marvel shit. And it's like, one of those movies was Marvel, sir. So. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, let, let's not forget Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Fuck. Wow. He but, also played himself in uh, Zoolander. So I guess he was, like, famous enough to be yeah. one of the guys. <laughs> nah, he bumped into Ben yeah, Stiller was, one day. He was up there when, uh, when he went up on the stage when he wasn't yeah. supposed to. Stephen Dorff is like, but I guess there's there has to be I don't know for the universe to be balanced you gotta have actors who like really like doing these movies and don't care because okay another I don't we don't want to get doing what we do because I just saw a movie where Bruce Willis is taking second billing to Megan Fox so that's yeah. the world we live in that's that's uh, it's one of the so there's certain actors now who like instead of playing like third fiddle in a theatrical movie it's like i could be the lead in this 
straight to video movie and have yeah. like them to Bruce Willis is one of them now. It's kind of yeah, sad. Bruce, Bruce just don't give a damn. He's just like Steven pack up Dorf. his money so my family be straight and I've I'm done my classic movies. But yeah, he's still got glass. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like it's Steven Dorff doesn't even have a glass to like fall back <laughs> on. Like, you know That would hurt. Like rebooting Blade and asking him to be in it. Mm-mm. Oh, definitely not. Mahershala yeah. Ali was like, keep that motherfucker out of my movie. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a true detective reunion, though. Yeah. Oh, true story. Damn. True story. Whatever. True Detective season three was so fucking good. I thought it was good. It, it was like it was like a continuation for season one. And I remember thinking, yeah. like, damn, Stephen Dorff is like career best acting from Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Being man. bummed that he didn't get nominated for anything for it. I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's, I agree. That's um, to his credit. Yeah, not like he's a bad actor, but it's like, and I don't know if this movie was theatrical or limited. There's a movie he did called Felon with um Val Kilmer. I remember that movie. Yeah, I, I think don't that was know I it. pretty decent. You know, mm-hmm. there's a movie on Prime, and I'm sure we're gonna get off this. Is it Prime or HBO Max? Well, there's um a movie he's the star of with Dennis Hopper and Debbie Mazar. Oh, space truckers. Fucking A. <laughs> space oh, truckers. It's a sci-fi movie directed by, I don't know if y'all know, uh, Stuart Gordon, the dude who usually do horror movies. Uh, it is, it's so goofy and uh, oh, man. But yeah, just, just look out for that, though. <laughs> look out for space truckers. No, right, no, right. I don't think I will. <laughs> no, Captain America me. Um, next I had trailers on the list. Nick, talk about that um uh, Encanto trailers. I didn't get a chance to watch it. If that's even how you say the title, yeah. It, it it's very much a teaser trailer. It doesn't tell you a ton about the story. I think it has something to do, from what I gather. It's like a family of people that have all have like magical powers, and I think there's like a daughter who doesn't have them yet. There appears to be goofy animals and like lots of music in a Disney movie. No, yeah, it's like there looks like a kookaburra or kakaburra, kookaburra, and like a like a parrot, a chupacabra. Yeah, chupacabra. Other than that, I don't really know. Like, it is very much a teaser trailer, but it's kind of their big ball movie. So I'm excited. Like, I'm there. It yeah, matter. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mr. Sigmund, talk about the Clifford trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I didn't even share the Clifford trailer. <laughs> you know what? No. No, Clifford looks silly. I'm watching Clifford. Nick's a sour puss. <laughs> I don't know. It looks so <laughs> stupid, but I'm watching it. Is it Warner Brothers? It's... I want to say... I don't know. It's not Warner, but I don't know. If it was Warner Brothers, and I thought it was coming to HBO Max for free, maybe. Like, I'd be like, you know what? It's Paramount. That's what I wanted to say, but... I don't know. 
I can't get over the memes that say it looks like a uh, like a medicine commercial. <laughs> no, the, the <laughs> There's enemy. There's something about it, like the way like they're walking with this dog. <laughs> it looks like one of those commercials. The, the enemy meme is the one that got me. <laughs> that was amazing. That's so that was so but good. Why? But like, he doesn't look like a red dog. It looks like a dog with like the red tint coloring <laughs> on it. It just looks like wrong. Like I don't know. And there's like a snot. <laughs> like, I was like, of course you have a big dog, and they're like, how can we make this gross? Gross. Kevin sneeze on somebody. And oh, you know yeah. he's gonna piss on somebody. You know there's going to be a dog shit joke. I just can't. I just don't think I can put myself through it. Like, you know there's going to be one dog shit joke. <laughs> That's like, a big pile of shit. As long as, as long as Jeff Goldblum comes in there and just says, That's one big pile of shit, and I'm fine. <laughs> one big pile of shit. Like, okay, you got me. Mm-hmm. Alright, I, I, I selfishly saved the trailer that I wanted to talk about for last. That's the the Many Saints in Newark, the Sopranos prequel. Ah. It looks amazing. I'm already penciling it in as one of my favorite movies of the year. So that that's where expectations are. Um, I like just the kid talking shit to to young Tony, and then it, it just sets the tone. It builds up, show you all these characters you know from the show. Most of them are like spot on perfect casting like I, I'm like ever since The Walking Dead like I've been a big John Bernthal fan I'm not sure he really looks like the dude that played Tony's dad in the show but Vera Farmiga as his mom is, is perfect Um, like everybody else like they, you always hear in the show about Chris's dad and this movie seems to revolve a lot about around his dad and how Tony got into the life and then, and then the the theme kicking in at the end, just Chef's Kiss. Yes. What y'all think I about it? I haven't finished The Sopranos, but I'm going to. This is the year. By October. Yeah, the that's the plan. Starting a new season of Walking Dead today. That's the plan. It's working out so far. <laughs> Still don't know about Dexter. Still don't know when Dexter starts. So Dude, October. I'm telling you, October. Like, if if you if you start Sopranos and try to do a full run through, and then want to do a full run through of Dexter, you might have to like mix them up and and do like some of both shows. Man. We'll see. But I enjoyed the trailer, and I didn't know. Sh- I really like. They're like, I'm sure there's like references and stuff in the trailer that I don't know, but oh, yeah. I still thought the trailer was great. I love that Gandolfini's son is playing him. Like, I yeah. just love it. Like, that's so great. I liked him in the little bit he was in Cherry. Yeah, that was. I was trying to think of what he was. He was in something. I was like, I've seen him in something. Like, he's an actor. It was Cherry. Then he throw himself out of a car. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there are other trailers. There's eight seasons of Dexter. There's technically eight? seven. There's eight seasons of Dexter. There's technically seven seasons of Sopranos. Six is split into two. 
Yeah, no, they do that crap. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was HBO. That was like sits. HBO loved doing that shit in the two thousands. Yeah, they, but it sits. Yeah, it sits. Dexter's eight. Dexter's seasons. eight. Oh, whatever. I hope it comes on in like November. No, it's gonna be October. I'm. T- I'll put money up that it's October. No, it'll be. It'll be November, dude. Like November. Dude, we'll 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 make a podcast bet. I will cash app you some cheddar cheese if it's November. Yes, um, I want a thousand dollars if it's October, though. <laughs> Let me ask no. you this, uh, Randy. You spoke about the Ask Away, the Sopranos um, prequel. Before you watch the trailer, what do you think it was going to be about? Being familiar with the show, I don't know if I'd ever even thought about it. I just heard yeah. Sopranos movie and I was in. But it's not a surprise that it's mainly going to focus on Tony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Young Tony and, like, at that crossroads, does he want to, like, go to school and be an upstanding citizen or does he want right. to, like, follow his dad's path? But I guess we know which one he did. I actually don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He could actually have gone to school. Well, you didn't start the Sopranos, or you say you haven't finished it, or at this point, like it'll be like a it'll be like a first time one. I know I've right. watched the Sopranos. Like when it was on, I had HBO in my bedroom, and I was like pretty. I was youngish. I was probably like middle school, high school when it ended. But I know I watched it. Like there's things about it that I remember. But at this point, it would be like doing the whole thing for the first time. I got you. Eric, did you watch it? No, the trailer? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I watched it. I loved it. It's, um, and like you said, um, you're not wetting the palate of the viewer or listener just by, <laughs> I loved it. I yeah. need detail. Great. Yes, but, um, yeah, there's not much I could add to it than what you said. Um, I'm glad that the original creator came back. You could tell that, uh, that sense. That style is there. Yeah. Um, that movie, even in the trailer, which is awesome. But it's directed by Alan Taylor, who did a lot of episodes. Like, yeah. They kept um, they kept it in. A... Wait for it. The family. <laughs> yeah, Alan Taylor. That's crazy. He's a um, Game of Thrones guy, too. Yeah. Um, filmmaker. And he did what most people consider the worst MCU movie uh, in Thor, The Dark World. I am most people. Look <laughs> at and yeah. ter- and, and, and Terminator did movie. What people consider one of the worst Terminator. Movies. And how about to say and Terminator movie. Yeah, but he has a. Boy. I don't know how relevant it is. Um, uh, a lot of behind the scenes crap hindered his Thor movie. And oh yeah, he publicly said that um, he was stressed out, always stressed making that movie, and he said he had fun making the Terminator Genesis movie, which is saying a lot. That's not I don't something. Hate Fuck everybody. I, <laughs> I love the dark world. I love every MCU movie. Like, even like the weaker ones like that. Yeah. I'm still like, I still love them. And I said, there's no terrible MCU movies. Nah. No. I think that's I just. I love Genesis, but I think Genesis is kind of fun. Yeah. When I rewatched it before Dark Fate. I was like, I remember sitting in the theater and thinking, this is fun. I'm having fun. And then when it was over, I was like, wait, was that really stupid? Like, was that like the dumbest movie? And then I just didn't rewatch it. 
until Dark Fate came yeah. out. Like, I hadn't rewatched it. I wasn't looking forward to it. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, that was... I had fun with that. It was better it's than... the biggest... That's one of the biggest examples on how marketing can affect the actual movie. And I've said this numerous times on this podcast and elsewhere. Why did they give that twist away in the trailer? Yeah. That was it's, so on the it's on the poster. Yes, that was Pe- so dumb. People like pretzels. <laughs> but anyway, with that, yeah, that's... um. No, I definitely can't wait when how long the movie's going to be. I wonder if he'll end up coming back and like directing that Game of Thrones sequel series too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will. No. <laughs> um. I think There's that's more trailers. trailers. Well, were there more trailers? I was looking and I was like, "What all came out in the last two weeks? What else you got?" Don't breathe too. Oh shit! No, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna see it, but I don't know how sold I am on liking the trailer. Yeah, a lot I of like people don't breathe a lot. Like in the theater, I remember thinking it was really cool. Yeah, I love the original. I not rewatched it since the theater. I don't think maybe once. Oh, yeah, I think I've watched it once. And so I'm like watching this trailer. I'm trying to remember. Like I don't remember. I remember things about the first one. Like I remember the it's like, like general thing, and I remember certain scenes, but I don't remember like. Is this a prequel? Is this a sequel? I was like, wait, is this important to something that happened in the first one? I don't remember. Yeah, because the way it's going with the trailer there. I think it's a sequel. I think that Jane Levy was, like, too busy tied up in that show that just got canceled, like, the the playlist show, and they just couldn't get her to come back. She couldn't get the free time, and they come up with, like, an original story where he's not chasing her down. That she did not want to come back for a second. There was like a thing. (sighs) Damn it. It has been like two years. Like whenever the trailer came out. Like somebody, one of the film, like the director of the first one said something about like, she seemed miserable while we were making that movie. She was in the Evil Dead movie he made. Mm -hmm. And it was like, she seemed like it was so taxing on her or whatever. Now she's on this TV show, and that just seems like her element. And she's just yeah. thriving. And so we didn't, you know, want to take her out of that. She, yeah. like, responded like, nah, I wouldn't have come back for a second one anyway. Or Man. something like that. Like, she responded like, yeah, no, that's not any of that. Then rewrite the ending or recast the character, because they left the cliffhanger where he was going to chase her down and get his money back or whatever they took. Get his money yeah, but I got a theory on how they're gonna tie the first movie to this because it's, it's. I don't it's, even remember. I'm like, there's things about it. I'm like, wait, was there something? I remember there being semen. Like I just remember there. Hell. Yeah, like oh, there was definitely some of that. But yeah, yeah that's the like thing the from the first and the second first movie. I remember, but yeah. I have not sat and rewatched it in a good. It'll come back while. to you. Yeah, yeah. But spoilers. Um, it'll go into all the semen. <laughs> no, but spoilers. The don't breathe too. They're, I guess, portraying him as the now the protagonist. Yeah, yeah he looks like like a good guy. Like it's like Terminator. Yeah, yeah it's like what's his relationship with this young lady and given what he did in the first movie, it's kind of interesting. I'm, 
they got to address that in the second movie. The first movie being like a reverse home invasion yeah. was like was like brilliant for the time. Mm-hmm. Like the the guy who seems to be the victim is not a good guy, and now. He's like protecting this little girl, maybe right. for the same purposes that he needed a little young girl for in the original. Yeah, and that was the subplot of why her in particular, because yeah, what happened to his? It's gonna yeah, they got a I'm I got a theory, but we'll see. <laughs> I feel like people forget about it. Like a Quiet Place came out and it was huge, and then Bird Box came out right after, and it was the same movie. Everybody compared them to each other. Yeah, it's true. And they were like, oh, yeah, in this one you can't make noise, and this one you can't see. And I was like, well, remember Don't Breathe came out like a few years ago? And they, like, they kind of did it first. Like, you can't make noise because you can't see. It was both. <laughs> yeah. With more semen. And you couldn't breathe. <laughs> and then Adam's Family 2 trailer. Yeah, okay, yeah. I did see that one, and I um, forgot about it. I mean, I'm gonna watch there. it. I wasn't I wasn't super high on the original Adams Family, and this one kind of looks like <laughs> creepy Mitchells versus Machines without machines. And I'm 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 gonna see it, and I'm just they they're like holding their ground on that date that Hotel Transylvania kind of ch- tried to come in and bogart, but I think Hotel Transylvania is gonna move again, like maybe two mm. or three weeks back. It needs to. But also, but I don't know. It just seems to be the trend. It's like we got creepy family, horror themed family. It's like let's send them on a summer vacation. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. If if we have to, they should have just sent the kids to summer camp. Like that would have been genius. They did that already. Oh, oh shit! (laughs) They they, They did it. Well, they, I always think of that. I always think of that scene. It's like they're doing the Thanksgiving. I don't think of that as summer camp. I always think of it as like yeah. Thanksgiving camp. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a thing. But in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, they're there for Thanksgiving. What if they would have had like Uncle Fester like get married to like some chick who like kills all her husbands? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like a super Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I feel like there was another one. Oh, Eric, yeah, the, uh, Eric, are you too cool for animated trailers? Oh no, I love. Now I watched it. It's just like you. Like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. With you, like you're gonna see it on TV. I'm gonna spend money on it. I'm gonna go <laughs> to the theater, possibly by myself. There's another oh, trailer. Yeah. I don't know um, if y'all have seen it or not, but probably just not. based on the premise, I'm sure y'all are interested because. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm interested in it. It's a documentary. Then I definitely haven't seen it. <laughs> it oh, you're right. <laughs> the Questlove movie? Uh, no, I don't know. That um, does seem interesting. I'm talking about Val. Oh, um, I didn't watch the trailer yet, but yeah, I, I will watch it whenever it comes on. It. Yeah, it's, I'm interested in it's, it's a good, It's a good... Um, no heartwarming isn't thing because it's kind of sad because of the situation but um it's yeah, very intriguing everybody kind of like judges Val Kilmer like damn you let himself go and don't re- just don't realize like like bitch he's sick yeah and even before that you know he was had a little rep being a difficult actor and whatnot 
And, That's what I'm hoping they touch on. This is yeah. a difficult they, actor they, podcast. It's literally in the description. Yeah, this yeah. misunderstood actor is finally gonna, and he has. Um, I love docs with personal footage, and he has, and he always um, documented a lot of his movies he worked on. In way to his early life, he had a, a eight millimeter, sixteen millimeter camera. They're gonna have a lot of personal footage, and him, I guess, explaining why he is the way that he is and why he's misunderstood. So yeah, I'm definitely. That's what I'm hoping to see. Like, I want. It's like when Marlon Brando (laughs) says that you're difficult to work with on set. That's like level. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna see Val Kilmer touch on that. Be like, yeah, I guess I sucked back in the day. Mm -hmm. I guess I was the worst. But I always like Val Kilmer as an actor. I mean, you look at his. Yeah, of course. Especially like early to mid '90s. I mean, like the Doors and tombstone like he was right. killing it yeah he worked with yeah. the Stephen Lang and Don't Breathe guy in tombstone yeah it's true well everybody was in tombstone so that yeah <laughs> and heat I mean even Batman man, yeah. he was in the same year and he was just like it was just one of those things where from the outside looking in is it looks like it's like dude are you trying to torpedo your own career yeah, hate that. It's like Catherine Heigl did that. Let me not besmirch Catherine Heigl. Let me not. We're, we're on the air. <laughs> hey, this has become the difficult actor podcast. Yeah, yeah. one day. Yeah, we'll yeah that documentary. Friends. Have y'all ever seen a documentary in theaters? No, I'm sure I have, but I can't think of one. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I have. I'm sure I have. Yeah, it's not. I'm asking y'all. I don't think I've I mean, seen. I mean, like when I was little, we had the we had the science museum downtown, and they have an IMAX dome, yeah. and they don't play movies there, but they're they always playing like dolphins, life on the edge, or some bullshit. And yeah, it's like the, the skiing documentaries. Sit and watch those. That's that's real. They were like feature length. Yeah, that's only back in the yeah. day. I don't know if y'all remember. That's um. Only that's what only IMAX could play because um, they didn't have the capacity to play feature length movies like two hours or more and whatnot. Michael Jordan to the max. Yeah, to the max. Yeah, I saw NASCAR one. Emphasis on max. And I also saw Beauty and the Beast at the IMAX dome, but it like didn't fill the dome. It was like big, but it was still like cut off. Yeah, but they did it. It was pretty high. I wish that it's still there. I wish they would play IMAX movies. I was like, they could make so much money if they were playing Black Widow there or F9. <laughs> Nine fuckers. Yeah, but yeah, that's the documentary fix for the month or the year. Yeah. And there was the uh, What If trailer. Ooh, yes. What if we would have forgot about talking about that? What <laughs> Yeah, I was. Yeah, that looks, um, that looks nice. I was kind of blown away. I kind of loved it. Like that was my most anticipated Disney Plus show when everything was announced. Just for like all the alternate, you know, possibilities. And I'm I'm not gonna like geek out too hard, but like on the poster, Spider Man is wearing the cloak of levitation. Hmm? That's true. It looks pretty dope. Oh, like. First thing, like the first thing I noticed, I was like, "That's not Robert Downey Jr." 
and wa- <laughs> watching the episode, like it's not gonna matter. No, it's not. It's not his voice. No, he didn't come back. Chris Evans didn't come back. Brie Larson didn't come back. And there's like one or two other actors that but that's didn't. Definitely Chris Hemsworth, right? Yeah, Hemsworth is in it for sure. I, thought, I honestly, to God, thought everybody came back. Nah, no, nah, not everybody. I think that when it was announced, I think that the assumption was everybody was coming back. Damn. I would make everybody come back. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make contract, them. buddy. Contract, Larson. Get off your ass. Yeah, nobody think that's beneath them. I'm like, man, this... Right. But then Brie Larson will be like the voice of the next Disney princess. No, goodness. But, uh... Break it off. We're going to come back and talk about movie stuff.